So sometimes you kind of got to eat the mic. Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With us today, coming from Beer Snob City, it is a special episode. We have a very special guest, a local celebrity, if you will, our very own, Bellingham's very own, Betty Desire. Say hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) There you go. There you go. And also, we have Rick. Anyway, (laughs) and we are Beer Plus Three. There we go. What, what do we think of the workhouse? Workhorse. I keep calling one to call it workhouse. Apparently, I want underage children to work in a house all day. <laughs> in some Dickensian well, nightmare. I think Laurel, Laurel, what is it, Laurelwood Brewing? Laurelwood Brewing Company. They, they did pretty good with this. I'm just a little shocked still at the amount of chunkiness in this. That's well, really true. Yeah, I, really true. I feel like it's a beer slash soup. You kind of <laughs> wanted to strain it before you drank it. You know? Man, that's where they keep the heroin. <laughs> what you could do, you could strain it and use it for breakfast in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Sprinkle it on your cornflakes. There you go. Essence of beer. Yes, exactly. I believe they mostly produce, uh, uh, what do you call that, uh, organic beers. Oh, so they're, yeah, it's all organic product that goes into their, their beers. Yeah. And they do some really good work, actually. It's so. tasty, though. It's really it tasty. Is. It's got a nice bite afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It has a nice, uh, it's a nice taste. I would give it a, what would I give it on a scale of one to five? We do like a one to five scale. Um, yeah. I'd one probably... being absolutely foul. Let's pour it out into the sink. <laughs> and five being the, the ambrosia of the gods. Okay. I'd probably give it at least a three because I'd drink it again. And I, I'm not the beer connoisseur that you two are. <laughs> so, you know, I... Yeah, I give it at least I'd, a three. I totally agree. That's exactly where I was going with it. I think a three is exactly. I don't know. I think I'd give it a two, but. <laughs> Maybe it's because you saw the chunks in the beer when we held it up to the light. Of the- yeah. Well, no, no, I don't mind chunks. It's- I just didn't know they all three had chunks. Yeah, I don't- <laughs> I was like, oh, this one's yours. This one's yours. Oh, this one does too. I don't yeah. mind oh, chunks. Look at that. Look at that. It, there's, it's almost like little wheat on the bottom of the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's uh, it, but to me, it almost looks like uh, pencil shavings or something. Yeah, That's yeah, like, or like you know, somebody no. did a really bad roofie job on your drink. When when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, a really bad roofie job. When I was a kid, you know what this reminds me of? Sea monkeys. Oh. <laughs> It's so perfect. Oh, that's funny. I got sea, sea monkeys, monkeys in my beer. Sea monkeys in beer. Well, you could do a movie about that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> surprised actually a brewery has not come up with that idea. Krill <laughs> or whatever the hell they are in their beer. Wow. It's the sea monkey beer. If it's good yeah. enough for a whale, it's good enough for you. <laughs> oh, Oh, wait, you oh, I'm just picturing that cute little family of sea monkeys in the ads that always used to run in the comic books. Oh, yeah. And looking, that... looking up in horror as they're being <laughs> down someone's throat. Well, first of all, they're beer. They're not going to be alive anyway. They'd be fermented. Well, That's true. You That's never know. Point. They might do well, At least they'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. They'll die happy. They'll die happy. Tiny little bugs. But, yeah. <laughs> Sea monkeys. I just remember having them. I got them. You know, you have to clip out the back of yep. the comic book yep. and send it in. <laughs> yep. And then three months later, they finally send you the, a, a packet that looks like your mom bought for the garden. 
Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, this what am I supposed true. to do this? Let's add it to water. And I added it to water. They came to life for about two days, and then they just kind of floated to the top. <laughs> kind of like They look like this, the stuff in yeah, there. Yeah. Kind of like my goldfish. We, yeah. didn't have a good, we, didn't have, we didn't have good luck with goldfish. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if anybody has good luck with goldfish. I mean, I, I think it. that's kind of what they're, they're, they're just meant to die. It's <laughs> like. It's what, it's what happens when you keep food as pets. Yeah. We're supposed to eat fish. We're not supposed to have them as pets. The, yeah, that's true. Maybe that's maybe that's the uh, error in our ways there with that one. Well, that's interesting. What are you pouring now, Jeff? All right, hold on. Let me try to get everybody. This is a seasonal uh, beer royale um, sour ale with black currants. Ah, so, that's yeah, interesting. Super fancy. This is from the Commons. Remember? Oh, the Commons, we right, right, Portland, right. which yeah. is no longer there. Oh, really? Why? They sold off. Oh, no. Oh, that's sad. Yes, so these, this is probably the last of the commons we'll ever oh. ever have and ever get. Yeah, that's I'll try bad. to make this even. Give myself <laughs> the most, of course. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks bad even, but then again, I'm a little Do drunk. you know who bought them? Um, I think they just sold off, and another brewery is uh, kind of taking over in their stead yeah. in Portland, which they're kind of off the beaten path a little bit. I don't know if I'd call it that, but... That's really too anyway, bad. I mean, they were doing that. That place was packed when we were there. Nice. I think they just wanted out of the business. Yeah. I think they were just done and wanted to retire. It's funny that you brought a sour because there was an article this week in um, Time Magazine about how sours are like taking off. It's like seems to be like the next thing with mm-hmm. uh, with craft brewing, and uh, which I I didn't personally see coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I I like sours, but I don't see I didn't see you know that becoming a big thing. I mean, I guess I should have when when we were at Cascade Brewing in <sighs> Portland. Yeah. We have like a, a, a history with Cascade Brewing, but okay. it's a it's a place that that primarily serves sours. Mm-hmm. And um, interesting, yeah. The last time we were there, the place was absolutely packed. They had people outside in tables. I mean, it was like clearly clearly taking off. The first time I ever had a sour was this year. Oh, Actually, yeah. uh, earlier this summer, over at Elizabeth Station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My partner loves sours. Right. Oh, nice. And and he introduced me to it, and I've enjoyed it. It, it reminds me a lot of wine. Right, yeah, very much a, a so. lot more like See, like a a stout bubbly wine. Right. Did you see so your first impression of it was a was a good you had a good experience? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. See, I had a kind of a mixed like I was I was like I'm not sure I like this. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's grown on me. I mean, it's grown on me now. I like it. I mean, it's it's not that big a deal. Well, I'm gonna taste this one and see. If I, I well, go for it. Too. Go for it. It's, I think it's delicious. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's super good. Absolutely, it's in. Like they say, it's a oh beer. Oh my! Do you know what this reminds a, me of? It might not be good for you, but it's a good memory for me. <laughs> Do you remember the fizzies that we grew up with when we were kids? Yeah. Oh yeah. This reminds me of a grape fizzy. <laughs> <laughs> and now that's a good memory for me. So that's a good. That's, thing. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that as long as you get to a good place. I suppose that's all you need. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's really nice. I can dig it. You know, I think one of the things that I don't like about sours is when there's too much of the like there's the sourness is there but it's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. And I think I've had, you know, some of the sours that I had early on like a few years ago were just like it's like, you know, it's like ugh, just way too much. Just the inside you of off. your mouth curled. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Folds it on itself. Your face caves in. <laughs> you, you collapse upon the floor. And you pucker. 
<laughs> but not in a good way? Not in a good way, no. <laughs> and believe me, I'm, I'm experienced with bad and good puckery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're definitely drinking the beer wrong. If that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've had beer. I've had uh-huh. beer. Yeah. <laughs> but never there. <laughs> I hear it's a thing in some circles. You know what? There's Somebody's always sticking somewhere where yeah. it doesn't belong. Yeah, so. Well. What's that rule that Caleb always cites that if you can think it up, there's yeah, probably, rule thirty four. I think we invoked that we on the way here. Way <laughs> rule thirty four. Somebody's running a website somewhere <laughs> think about exactly that. Exactly. Puckerbeer dot com. Puckerbeer. Oh, I bet that's a thing. We should look that. Is up. that on Pornhub? <laughs> do Pucker not. Beer. Do not look that up at work. Go to Pornhub <laughs> and type in. Puckerbeer.com. Puckerbeer. Do not listen to Jeff, people. He's a, he is frequently the bad example. Mm-hmm. Hashtag don't use your, your don't use your funnel there. Yeah. That's not where the beer bong goes. No. Not where the beer bong goes. <laughs> oh, I think I've done wow. a beer bong once, maybe twice. It was a bad idea every time. Uh, I don't even know what really? one is. What is that? It's is that f- where you use water or you use beer instead of water when you smoke weed? No, no, no. It's uh, actually that's an interesting. That is an interesting. I'm sure which, it's been done. No, I remember back when I was a big weed smoker. Uh, a friend of mine used to keep vodka in his too. bong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was longer ago than that. Now I can't do it anymore. It makes me sick as hell. Edibles. Really? Try edibles. I know. I've tried the, and that just puts me to sleep. Sativa. Yeah, I don't not, know. Not I just listen to Mike, and then he gives me something, not that and I, I would eat know. it. I mean, you know, of course. No, you mean, know, it's it's, it's legal all, now. It's, it's, legal it's weird to get used to, but <laughs> it's nice, legal. It is legal, and you don't get a hangover, and I like that. Yeah, yeah a lot. Yeah. yeah, I think hangover is part of the journey, but that's, that's just me. I, if I don't have a hangover in the morning, you know, it's the old adage. Who, who said that? Uh, Dean Martin. I paid good money, damn it! I deserve a hangover. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel sorry for people that don't drink because when they get up in the morning, that's the best they're going to feel all day. It's, it's just I've drinking. I've never thought of it that way, but that's accurate. Yes. As the day goes on, instead of feeling worse, you feel better and better and mm-hmm. better. <laughs> Absolutely. Until you feel your worst in the morning. That's right. <laughs> Part of the journey. Yeah, it is part of the journey. I mean, you're, you're talking to a guy that drinks every day, so right. I probably have a problem. So it's become a spiritual experience for you. I, something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. I'm see. I hear it's part of a journey. It's an, it's an inner sojourn. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm picturing like I'm picturing like Lord of the Rings yep. or something. Yep. I'm not picturing yep. like it's in not that much walking. Like that. There's usually not that much walking involved. It's a lot of walking. So this and is up. The, this is the fellowship of the beers. Yes, it is. <laughs> Works for me. Salud. This is Elevensies. <laughs> mm, yeah. This is true. Right. Was uh, that after second breakfast? <laughs> I believe it was after yeah. second breakfast. And, yeah. and then there was tea? Uh, yeah, there, there was brunch or tea or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember all of them. Do you remember all of them? I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, lo- I, love, I love the books and stuff, but I'm not hardcore. Oh, see, that's why we need Dave, because Dave would that's know. That's true. Yes, he would. He would. Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing Lord of the Rings trivia with him. He's yeah. a dick. Because <laughs> he would know everything. Even drunk off his ass, he would know everything. Really? So, yeah. Every damn time. 
Bastard. So what what thing would you know everything about in in terms of trivia? <laughs> Nothing. <really. laughs> Why did you play? Uh, I don't know because I know a few things. Like because uh, you were drinking when we were th- with Dave that night. Yeah, yeah, we were drinking, and Dave and Bree went to go play uh, uh, the trivia night. Okay, Remember that was going yeah. on at Rumors. Yeah, and we we went in, and they went to go play that. Well, I came in last minute, and I answered one question that nobody seemed to know the answer to. So <laughs> I was good. I was fine with that. I have no problem with that. So. I had one nugget of information, and it, it saved the day. Well, I, that's like I, I said, you were like the rain man of the evening. You know, you just happened to be there with this. <laughs> At the right time. You're right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> this is oh, like... Uh, what do we give this beer? I, I'm, I think I'm going to go with a four. Yeah, actually. I would say four. Just yeah. about anything from the commons. Yeah, it reminded me of a wonderful childhood memory. So for it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just now I'm wanting to find those grape fizzies. I don't even think you can buy. I don't them think anymore. they make them anymore. Well, yeah. No, they're so, probably carcinogenic because uh, it's back in the sixties. <laughs> so they came in lead containers at and least, at there was least, at least you know, a four paint chips in every bottle. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, we were, we were eating sand out of the sandbox. Uh, you know how many raccoons there are in Bellingham uh, that pissed in sandboxes. Uh, all the yeah, time. well. You're eating Kitty Roka at some yeah. point. <laughs> oh, no. Could never figure out why it just didn't That's... taste the same. <laughs> Wait, this isn't raccoon. <laughs> this, is, this is the neighborhood cat. That's the podcast we need to do. <laughs> Tasting re- Kitty Roka? How do you rate this one? <laughs> well, you do have a dog. Yeah, we could test this theory. I, and I have two cats. I could bring some. That's okay. I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I try to stay away from poop, but that's just me. <laughs> it's hard to do sometimes. But it's kind of a flushable thing. It is. It is very. I wish I could teach my that cats is, to shit in the toilet. That would oh. be awesome. It can be done. I've heard it can be done. Yeah. Yeah, you can get things off the internet. You know, Rule Thirty Four, right? Is that- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right alongside the German stuff that talks yeah. about Scheiße <laughs> <laughs> <Shisa> Kitty. <laughs> that's a porn. I don't think I want to see. <laughs> yeah, that's a Google search that's going to have the FBI you at your front yeah. door. <laughs> you never know; it could be perfect. It, it might be. Yeah. It might be. It could be a whole Midwestern theme there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I see. I, I, you, I, I stop right at teaching a cat anything, <laughs> much less <laughs> using the toilet. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just had the wrong cats all I my actually, life. My aunt. Yeah. When she was around, she had a cat named Astrophy. It was her cat Astrophy. Yeah. And she actually, <laughs> yeah. Her she cat actually Astrophy. taught the cat. I watched the cat do this to retrieve her cigarettes for her. <laughs> they didn't come back all soaked with cat. Well, there's plastic. Uh, that's oh, oh you mean the cigarette? Oh, I thought she took <laughs> no, the cigarette no, out and like individually. Little no. cigarette, and the <laughs> cat come over, <laughs> like, lights it for the cat. And then... <laughs> no, yeah, he, no. the cat would bring her her package of cigarettes. Oh, it that's was genius! Just amazing. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I couldn't even bring my wife to get me a pack of cigarettes, let alone a cat. <laughs> I didn't know you smoked. I did a long time ago. Oh, a long okay. time ago. Yes. Well, when 
back, like I said, when 1996 or 7, when I first started coming to the Betty Show, yeah. I smoked up Drove until... You to smoke, huh? No, no, no. That was, that was other things. But yeah. uh, I think I quit maybe 12 years ago. All right, good for you. So. How do you feel about that? Fine. Yeah. It, it, uh, I can now spend that money on beer. That's there really... you go. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of beer, boys, catch up. Oh. Your glasses still oh, have okay, beer. Okay. Wow, we're being <laughs> left in the dust. Kids, here. you're drinking with a drag queen. <laughs> I've done that before. And you'll do it again. <laughs> I'll do it again if I'm lucky. If I'm lucky. <laughs> shall we go to peach now, or shall we go to something else? Hmm. It's a peach sour this time. Oh, interesting. Should we do another sour right after doing a? We might. Well, we, we could, could do clear the, our palate. Uh, yeah. Um, um, uh, Belgian dark strong ale aged in oak foders <laughs> on <Lord>. cherries. <laughs> Could it aged That's in way cherries? too many words for any beer. We're just going to call it Foder 4. Foder 4, Foder 4. It's and, called Foder 4. And well. where is this from? This is from Wander, Bellingham. Oh. Seriously. Holy shit, this is 10.8% alcohol. Wow. I am so glad I didn't drive. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess we each get about 175 milliliters. Okay. Does that sound good? Works for me. Now, this is from Bellingham, our own <laughs> yeah, hometown we'll, we'll beer. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Wander, hit, Wander opened about the same time we started doing our podcast. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, which we drunk dialed them. <laughs> Some of our first <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> not, not our best moment. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no, that first uh, year, season, whatever you want to call it, was not our best. No, no, We got plowed. Did you? Every damn time. Well, we didn't didn't really understand the concept of staying partly sober and coherent to do the podcast while you're doing the beer podcast. So Ah. the first few... We've got like this extra hour or so of every episode where I just had to cut it off and yeah. go, okay, this has gotten to the point of lunacy, so yeah. we're going to cut it off there. And yes, he got very it. good at editing. <laughs> well, there you are. It's like, oh, there goes Mike talking about his asshole again. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> no harm, no foul. It's like the first 15 minutes. Jeff, of stop episode. talking about work. <laughs> Gen- yeah, you don't know. Mike loves to in. talk about his own asshole. It's one of my favorite quotes from the entire podcast, all the entire run. Mike just out of the blue says, oh, by the way, I had a finger in my ass this week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when something happy happens, you want to share. Right. Yeah. You want to let everybody know. That's, right. that's understandable. It's, well, the podcast is about much, but it's also about sharing. Yes, indeed. And so here's to digits, oh. gentlemen. Here's to digits. <laughs> digits in your... <laughs> I'm not even sure. I was trying to find a word, but my freestyle was not with me. Oh, that smells good. Oh, this wow. Nice. Wow. Wow, talk about blowing the hell out of every beer that we've had. This might be a yeah. five. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. This is good. Holy mackerel, Wander. Did it again. Wow. Yeah, this is really good. <sighs> Give I'm it to in, the I'm people impressed. in Bellingham. We yeah. are definitely a city of beer snobs. This is yes, amazing. this is beer snob city. When yeah. I said that, I meant it. We're, uh, we, uh, was it per capita, have... Uh, I think we've actually beat Portland on per yes. capita the most That's what I breweries, heard as well. and have, then per capita, on top of that, wow. we have the most bars that have the least amount of popular beers, like Budweiser and Miller, and oh, our bars yeah. don't have those on tap. No, they don't. And sell so exactly, it, it, <laughs> it's 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 tea at some point, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're beer snob city, and we love it. I love it especially. Yeah, I mean, this I, is really good. I would take this home. 
Mm. I would take it home to mom and dad, yeah. that's for sure. It might have to do with the digits we were talking about earlier. <laughs> Either way. As long as it's going in the right end, we're good. That's right. <laughs> what do we got here? What does it say on here? It has a stamp of some sort certified to handle. Wow. Yeah, this is this is kind of amazing. Okay, apparently I need glasses now. The <laughs> journey. Oh, okay. It's certified to handle the journey. Oh, a yet yeah. another journey. Oh. Yet another journey. <laughs> the fellowship of the beer. Exactly. <laughs> hey, this is Fodor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Dear>. okay. oh boy. <laughs> dad jokes. Sorry, yeah. I'm a dad. Mm. Wow. Oh, this is good. I swear, it's like it's. I've said this before, but I, it's almost like Wander cannot make a bad beer. I mean, I think the yeah. worst. They've made ones that were less than what you'd expect, yeah. but not. I don't think I've ever had anything by them where I've, I've kind of just like, yeah, know, backed no. away from it. No. Where's their really distillery bad. or their brewery? Is right it, here in Bellingham. But yes. where, where? Oh, it's uh, right across from Bellingham High School. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, you know where the there's that wood place? Yeah. Um, yeah. Across the street, there's that kind of that little industrial area there. Okay. They're kind of back behind all that. Interesting. And they, do they, they have, have tours, a or do they? Yeah, their tour is basically pointing because when you walk in, you can see all the tanks. You can see the whole operation. You do can you see the barrels room? they're aging in. Um, yeah, it's a brewery and brew pub. Okay. So they generally have a uh, um, what do you call those? A food truck there. So okay. they'll have like five four two or you know mischief or mm-hmm. you know hot mess. They'll have one of those guys there, and they have outside seating, inside seating, and everything. yeah. Jeff, your bee friend is back. <laughs> I think he enjoyed the smacking around he gave. I know, I know. It's, it's a <laughs> his code word is a mass macasta bee. Wait, wait, his code yeah. word is what? His code word is epipen. <laughs> <laughs> Safety word epipen. Nice, I like it. I like it. Anaphylaxis. <laughs> that's that's a that's safety a word. Safe word yeah. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Salut. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, swallow. I know, swallow. I know. I keep laughing at the wrong time. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to come out my nose. <laughs> we can try. Yeah. <laughs> I always swallow. <laughs> Every good man does. Yes. I need the protein. I'm diabetic. <laughs> That's one I haven't heard before. Very nice. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. So, wow. you have a big show coming up. I do. Tell indeed. us about your big show. My yes. big show. Well, there's a couple things going on, too, locally that I'd like to tell you about. Absolutely. Please do. Saturdays. I yes. used to be a late-night drag queen, but I'm not young any longer. And so, every Saturday at 1 o'clock for an hour, because the mind can only take in what the seat can stand, especially when there's alcohol involved, <laughs> yeah. I do my regular Betty show mm-hmm. at Rumors Cabaret. And you can go to the public market and shop, get to what you need, and come over and have a show. And then Will, the 90s are coming back with a vengeance. Oh, God. Will and Grace <laughs> is going to be on television yes. on Thursday nights. Yes, and it is. I am so ecstatic. Really? That I will be hosting, I like show, but yeah. I'll be hosting Will and Grace at Rumors Cabaret from 9 to 9.30 every Thursday. Oh, awesome. That's cool. It's going to be wonderful. Come dressed up as your favorite character. I think I'll try to do Karen. 
<laughs> or just Jack. Or just Jack. Or I love Jack. Jack. I love Jack. But the big show is I, I grew up, went to high school, and my parents still live in Mount Vernon, small town south of here. And That's where I grew up as Gadget. Um, for the last 20 years, uh, when the Lincoln Theater would show the Rocky Horror Picture Show, I would go help them <laughs> sacrifice virgins. <laughs> you know, it's just what you do with the Rocky show. And so anyway, I was going to do a project there, and I talked to the manager. Uh, he got a hold of me, and the Lincoln Theater is sponsoring Betty Desire Comes Home, a career retrospective. That's cool. November 17th at 7.30. It's a Friday, and tickets are on sale now. But it's basically celebrating 22 years that I've been doing Betty Desire. And I am absolutely beside myself. I'm going to be able to work with a live band, potentially some backup singers and some backup dancers. And the Lincoln Theater is doing all the publicity and the postering. All I have to do is get people in the seats and make sure they have a good time. Wow. I am... I couldn't be happier. That's very couldn't cool. Couldn't be happier. It's and cool. having grown up in Skagit Valley, um, that this is something that would have never happened oh, in no. years past, <laughs> oh, no. ever in a million years. Yeah. Well, what other? There are other things that have happened in our country that we never thought would happen in a million years too. Yes. And it's like the world is upside down. <laughs> Mount Vernon had its first Pride March. Oh, that's right. You told me about that. Ago. Wow. About three weeks ago. And then the theater... Was it like five people and a dog? or? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wasn't there. I had to work that day. And and then the Lincoln Theater is is sponsoring Betty Desire's Coming Home show. So the world is upside down. And I think that's a really wonderful... No, that's that's an upside down we want. Yeah, I know. I was was about to say it's nice to hear some upside downs that are are positive. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm not going to mention any of the others. No, no. Well, Papaya Pinochet aside, (laughs) we will just let that be. And, you know, um, but no, it's it's absolutely amazing to me to to see something like I first of all I didn't know you were from Skagit. Or, yes, I graduated uh, from Mount Vernon High School in 1973. Oh wow. Cool. Wow. Yeah. The year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I need uh, more beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you go ahead and oh, uh can you pull out the the uh, Citradamus? That would be beautiful. Would we can that. share that. See, I knew I should have got a pre-funk beer. Um, but I, to, to come from Skagit, um, a place that I ran away from with every fiber of my being. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, like I said, I uh, ended up moving not only to Southern Oregon, but I also moved well, to... Well, that wasn't much of a change. Uh, yes, it was, because really? I lived in uh, Ashland, which oh, okay. is Never a mind. tiny little Bellingham. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, first I lived in Medford, Oregon, which is much like where uh, I came from. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up living in Ashland, which I loved Ashland, and I just turned 21 when I lived there, and it was oh, wonderful. Wow. But from there, I moved to downtown San Francisco. <gasps> Mecca. Yes, and I worked on Polk Street. Oh. I did not work oh. like in an office building anywhere. I worked on you Polk worked Street. Polk Street. Well, you're, <laughs> tell- you're telling the Bellingham drag queen that you worked Polk Street? Really? Well, I wasn't that popular because I had to move away. <laughs> Oh, you were that popular, and that's why you moved away. <laughs> but um, 
coming from but coming from Skagit, yeah. I mean, and Burlington, especially from where I, you know, basically grew up and uh, everything, moving to a place like San Francisco. Yeah, pour it. We all got our own. Yeah. Oh, oh. a lot of head on that. That's there. There that's we go. that's a head a drag queen could be proud of. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she is <laughs> very good. But moving down to San Francisco was a huge eye opener uh, for me. Um, you know, a little straight kid from Burlington, Washington. I'm basically from small town America. Exactly. And uh, I moved there, and I'm seeing. A huge biker dudes hold hands walking down the street. There's a pride parade every 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then just walking to work and back uh, every day and every night. You know, during the day, there's gangs. During the night, it's just straight. No pun intended. Well, it's, no, no, <laughs> no, it's not straight at all. <laughs> Trust me, Polk Street was one of the most. Interesting Colorful. things Colorful. I had ever seen. I mean, just walking home from work because it was probably that five six blocks, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I walked by several bars. One of them, of which was the White Swallow. Um, oh my! Yeah, no, there was a big white bird on the front of it. Of course, uh, there was. <laughs> right. Of course, but it was. It, it, now it's a sports bar, which I understand why because even then it looked like a sports bar, but right, it was right. gay porn playing on every single one of the TVs. Uh. And I saw a lot of things up and down that street. You and were there. You were there during the glory hole days. I mean, the glory <laughs> days. <laughs> it was. It was. You know, for me, it was very interesting. I didn't even realize that uh, some of the people that I met and talked to and really got along with were sometimes hitting on me. Never even occurred to me because I'm like, oh, this guy's awesome. He's so yeah. cool, and, and he kind of likes me. I yeah. think we should go out and have fun. <laughs> you know, just talk about a turn up, but. You know. <laughs> But, you know, I I came to love not only that community, but when I came to Bellingham and then Dave, who introduced mm-hmm. me to Rumors, yeah. and a lot of the people there, uh, I I fell in love with Betty and, oh. and everybody here. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, I it's probably one of the reasons why I needed to leave Skagit County, yeah. because they have no patience for anyone that's not, um, you know, Irish, you know, that kind of white people thing. So. But that's changing. I hope as so. As witnessed by the Pride March, as yeah. witnessed by one of the strongest P flags in the country. No, really? Yeah, very uh-huh. much so. Oh, good. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. The Valley has come a long way. Uh, very nice. Here's to the Valley. <laughs> Salud. You guys are way ahead of me. What the hell's wrong? <laughs> I'm the alcoholic here. God damn it. I have a story that involves Bellingham in San Francisco. All right. Uh, I went down to visit my daughter when she was living there, and I took Betty with me. I went down, you know, took her on the plane. Yeah. She, she, she travels well. <laughs> <laughs> Betty in a box. Yeah. <laughs> you know they sell that online. I think so. <laughs> I'm sure it's rule 34. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So anyway, I'm, I wanted to see the sights, and I went to the Knob Hill Cinema. Mm-hmm which is the oldest gay cinema in the United States. And here is why I can tell you that you're getting something out of Western Washington University, whether you attend there or not. <laughs> because I walked in the, bo- in the door, dressed up as Betty, and the first person I see is the man behind the counter, and he says, Betty, what are you doing in San Francisco? <laughs> wow. 
And I said, How cool well, is that? Yeah. I, I said, What are you doing behind the counter at the Knob Hill Cinema? <laughs> he said, Well, I graduated from Western. First of all, I went to your show on Wednesday night at Rumors while I was at Western. I graduated with a business degree from Western Washington University, <laughs> and I got a job behind the counter at the Knob Hill Cinema in San Francisco. <laughs> so you're getting something out of Western, whether you attend there or not. <laughs> Beautiful. It was wonderful it. to see a hometown boy who did well. Yeah, very nice. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I loved San Francisco, and it's one of the um, few cities I would like to live in in the United States if I made $2 billion a year. Yeah, Because it's have horribly to. expensive, yeah. but it was so much fun. It would, Not only was it fun because uh, the, the parades, yes, were fun, but there was always something going on. Yeah. I mean, even uh, there was a, a, speaking of theaters, there was one in the Castro, actually, that uh, um, would play old movies. I saw Blade Runner on the big screen there for the first time since I was a kid. Oh, wow. You know, and and things like that. They would play old movies like that over and over. They had Casablanca there. You know what? I don't remember to this day. It could could have been the Castro Theater itself. That's most likely what it was. That's that's an historic landmark. Oh, it was was an amazing theater, and I absolutely loved it. And I loved it in San Francisco because sometimes just walking through I wandered onto a movie set um, just, yeah and I got yelled at by some grip um, <laughs> me too but that was a whole different situation <laughs> too tight too okay. tight okay I want to hear not the good tight I want not the good story <laughs> all right let me oh, open this uh, Citradamus from mm. uh, Melvin which is an imperial IPA we are going high alcohol today because this is uh, 9.5% alcohol. Oh, good. Wow. Uh, what was this? This was probably low. 5.5. Yeah, it's the baby. Um, our Lord of the Rings beer, Fodor. Um, <laughs> what the thunder? Actually, I don't know if Fodor is. It's, it's, you know what? It's alcohol-free. No calories well, either. Then. Well, fuck it. What? We need more of that. <laughs> that I'm trying to count. lose weight. What? That doesn't even count. <laughs> All right, I oh, hope, there it is. I no, it's 10% kidding. alcohol. Okay, that's I was about to say. So. That's pretty good. Didn't alcohol we already go free. through this? And then that one's 5.5, but we'll yeah. get back to it. We'll get to that one. We'll now, the highest one. one was our... Was, was our, the Fodor. Uh, that was the Fodor. Wasn't oh, was it, it the Workhorse? No, Workhorse is probably like 6 or 7. I have no bloody clue. 7.5. Yay! Jeff knows his alcohol. Yes, yep, yep, uh, I think we found your trivia area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you pick up a beer like seven point five, ten point two. I'll take micro brews for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's really cool that you guys are. You know, your hometown. You see it actually evolving. That's not yeah. the case with my hometown. <laughs> uh, your hometown no, Rick? I come from uh, Aberdeen, so I've had. Oh. I'm assuming it's a similar experience. You know, it's an isolated, you know, little town, kind of backward thinking. But yeah, there's no, there's no, I don't think there's a lot of uh, forward thinking at this point, even. There are it. a few that I know from Aberdeen. Oh, really? Working in the drag community, there's, I believe there is a, uh, a title holder from Aberdeen now. Oh, okay. Maybe. Uh, I'm oh, wrong. wow. Really? Yeah, Aberdeen, be... I believe, is under Tacoma as far as the drag organizations statewide. And, oh, okay. And yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised. Okay. Well, you'd that's good surprised. to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I was to me. You know, I I I went to the community college there for a couple of years before I moved to Bellingham, and that was kind of like my oasis. You know, I would yeah. find people who were, you know, thought you know had 
had a different thinking process than the rest of town, you know, and so it was like it was like, wow, there's like actual human beings up here, people I can relate to, you know, and and so that's kind of cool to hear that though that that you know, sounds like maybe Aberdeen's not being left behind. <laughs> it's still far away. It is very far behind. away. It's, it's very far, far away. It's it's the it's the farthest can on the just married vehicle. <laughs> well, it Clinking be, along. You know, it was a it was a logging town, so it was really you know pretty backward one in of, a lot of the thinking. Yeah. And so and and one of the stories I always tell people is when Deanna and I first moved up here, and this is going to make us sound like such hicks, but I mean I guess we kind of were at the time we. We moved to Bellingham, and we're just amazed by Bellingham. We're like, "Wow, this is incredible! This is amazing!" You know, like people this are is the big city. People are friendly, yeah, kinda, <laughs> kinda. But you know, hey, it's a. You know, hey, we I'm, went from we went from eighteen thousand people to you know Bellingham, so it's it's a little bit of a jump. Twenty five thousand. But we were in the mall like a week after we moved here, and there were two guys ahead of us walking in the mall, holding hands, and both of us had exactly the same reaction, which was, "What are they doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Do they not know people are going to see this? Because we're used to in a community that is like very hostile to that. And we're like, oh right. my god, what are they thinking? And then we're suddenly noticing it's like nobody cares. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and that was like one of those moments where we're like, wow, this place is way different than where we came from. Like way different. And it, we've had those moments, you know, like that uh, repeatedly. Like it just like a knee jerk reaction where you're like, oh, that's right, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah i took public transit down to the black drop yeah in drag yeah nobody cares right <laughs> except i went by whatcom community college and um they have a lot of students who are over, international students from japan and and one of the young japanese students sat next to me and was talking with his friends in japanese which i wish i understood because it would have been amazing <laughs> to see what they were talking about but they were all polite right you know and, and, and bellingham was like that yeah bellingham is a little bit like san francisco in 1968 nine maybe 1970 huh. i think that's just a theory i have right but I, we're very fortunate to live in the city yep we really are yeah absolutely i love bellingham and even not just the acceptance you know the the attitude that nobody nobody cared about these two guys walking in the mall holding hands but it's like we would we went out to Lake Padden and like everybody we pass, hey, they just said hi to us. Yep. <laughs> I was like, what was that? What did that? they want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Everything was so foreign, but it was like it was harmless, you know. But we our reactions to everything was just like, what was that? Why did they say hi to us? <laughs> it <was laughs> it's interesting so that weird. you say that because you're right about this town. I, I'm I'm older than both of you, at sixty two. When I was 16, I flew to visit a friend of mine that had lived up here, but he lived in Los Angeles for a while. My parents took me down to SeaTac long before 9-11 when they could actually see me off on the plane. <laughs> and I flew down to visit him, and I took Bellingham with me. So I'm walking on the sidewalk, and I'm saying hello to people that I don't know, just greeting them, saying hello, hello, have a good day, you know, hello. Yeah. This was Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> He, he, he took it for about three blocks. Then he grabbed me by the shoulder and he said, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't in Bellingham. Nice. They're going to think you want something or you're on drugs. You need to shut up. <laughs> you want it or you're on it. Yeah. You want it or you're on it. <laughs> 
But I had no clue because right. I was raised in Bellingham slash Mount Vernon. My grandparents were up here. Yeah. We were an old Italian family, so every weekend was Bellingham. And uh, I had no clue. I thought everybody. I thought all every town was like this. Right. And it's not. No. No, it's not. And so here's to the city of subdued no, excitement. No absolutely. And friendly folk. Right, exactly. And, and mostly beer. Oh. <laughs> and mostly beer, yeah. Yeah, I, I love felt, people, but I love beer more. Yeah. <laughs> I, felt, I felt more at home here after a month in Bellingham when we moved. It was like 93. Yeah. I, I felt more at home here than I had ever felt. <laughs> Good. I, I mean, in San and, I, and I was like, I, I, this is so weird. I feel like I was born in the wrong place. Like some kind of cosmic accident happened, and I, I was heading for Bellingham, and then something like an asteroid hit me, and boom, boom. Oh, oh, he went to Aberdeen. That's okay. Leave him be. <laughs> He'll figure it out. <laughs> you know, there's an urban legend about Bellingham. Once you live here, you always come back. Yes, that is true. I went all the way to Mexico, Texas. Um, a lot of other places, and I still came back here. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we are actually the Atlantans. Let's <laughs> let's hope we don't fall home. into the ocean. <laughs> no, it'll be Bellingham Bay, and it's very shallow. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be everybody be up to their neck going, "Well, shit." <laughs> What do we do now, Bob? I don't know. Well, we tread Let's water, tread. but I can still, t- I can still touch bottom. So. And for me, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this is a family-friendly podcast, you know. Assholes and elbows. Yeah, it is. Innuendo is my favorite language. <laughs> it's the name of my favorite cat. <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> so rewinding a bit, how, um, how, so you, did you create the stage show that you're going to do, like, independent of this, or did, was this an opportunity that was handed to you, and then you created it based on, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of curious how the, how it came into being. Are you talking about the Betty the, show? The Betty yeah, the show Betty, itself? Yeah. It, the one you're going to do in, um, oh, the one in, at the Lincoln Theater. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I wanted to do is I wanted to do a show in Mount Vernon, a coming home show. Right. And I talked to the manager about it early on, and I was going to rent the theater and put it together that way. Yeah. And basically he he said he wanted to present it, and I misinterpreted that. I thought he was going to go to the board because it's a nonprofit like the Mount Baker. Right. Pardon me. And present it to the board. Well, he'd already done that. He wanted the theater to present Betty Desire's Coming Home, a career retrospective. So so that's kind of where that went. I wanted to do this as well, but now it's... And, and basically, is it's going to be a, a walk through the past of the last 22 years of, of me performing as Betty Desire. Right. In front of my hometown. Right. My parents are going to be there. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's cool. They were there the first time I did something like this at the Lincoln. I was, uh, I, I, I partnered with the Jezebel Rebels, which is a burlesque troupe. And I, uh, <clears throat> I had the first hour of a two-hour show. And I, you know, I, I'm not used to working with spotlights. So my first song... Most of it was done karaoke style, like I normally do, because who has the money to hire a band? 
But because I'm a celebrity, okay? <laughs> All of the fame, none of the cash. <laughs> so anyway, I had the, I had the, <laughs> Jeff just got it because we've been yeah. drinking. We've yeah. been drinking. It took me a while. It, it took, took me a while. It takes a while. I am behind on the drinking as well. Here we go. So and oh. anyway, so the first song, I was so happy. I was singing with a live band. I hit the first notes great. I had not practiced with the spotlight. I walked right off the front of the stage and fell into the orchestra pit. Oh, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry. oh no. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> That's kind of funny. So here's what happened. I, I walked into the orchestra pit. I'm leaning back on the stairs, kind of like the Divine Miss M, you know, yeah. Bette Midler, when she was on top of a piano in the in the steam, steam rooms back in the day. Okay. So like a trooper, I never let go of the microphone. So I looked at the band and I said, hit it, boys. And I finished the number. <laughs> And then I went backstage, and they had an EMT come back to check on me, right? All right. I didn't shut my microphone off. And Betty, in Betty form, flirted with the EMT. (laughs) (laughs) My parents were in the audience listening to all of this, as was everyone else that was in the theater, including the EMT's wife. Nice. Yeah, it was epic. It was absolutely epic. That would have been brilliant. I think they're still married. Is there any way to recreate that <laughs> in November? I don't know. I don't know. Don't you... fall off the stage. No, but no. We can have a stunt, Betty. <laughs> you home wrecker, you. I know, right? I think, I think they're still together. I'm not certain. But, you know... <laughs> I'm just going to say I was in shock. It was not meant to be. But you know how EMT men work and how they look. So anyway, and I'm just a drag queen. Okay? It's not my fault. Cheers, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Mm. So where were we with that? You asked me a question. I hope I answered it. <laughs> yes, you did, actually. I, just, oh, I was just You, I was just, you I was answered just it, absolutely. Uh, how it came into existence. I, I didn't know if it was something that you'd started or somebody else had approached you about. It was so. kind of a combination of both and, right. and mostly mine. I, I really, I, I can't believe it's been 22 years. Yeah. Originally, when I started doing Betty, uh, Eric, who is now passed, was the bar manager at Rumors, and I was... I was running a coffee shop in Bellingham called Matt's Place in 1995. And he came in, because I I had started doing drag then, and I had Betty developed as a character. And he came in and said, would you like to do a weekly drag show just as a summer project, a summer relief thing until the university started up again? And I said, sure. And 22 years later, I'm still performing as Betty Desire. (laughs) That is the longest summer relief <laughs> program in history. Your summer's been relieved. Yeah, my summer's been relieved. <laughs> Your summer's empty. But, you know, I don't regret it for a moment. It has been such a wonderful experience. Yeah. Wonderful experience. And it's just, it's been a joy. So that was 95? 1995? Well, things are a little blurry yeah. about when it actually started. <laughs> That, Maybe because that of the happens. Beer. That happens. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, and time. <laughs> Lots of alcohol and time. Right. 
But yes, it's it's been uh, right around ninety five. See, because my my impression is that I I remember hearing about you way back when we first moved here in ninety two. Yeah, or 90, 92, 93. Yeah, I, I had a coffee shop in Ferndale, and we did, it was basically Ferndale's first gay coffee shop. Okay. Yeah, we we, we designed our own flag, and we flew it above the coffee shop. Right. And I, I, gay is not the right word to use, because it was just really eclectic and open. Right. Um, it's, hence, it's, hence uh, also, Mike Zamora as a teenager went there. Yeah, and also it's, that's where I met Mike. And also it's Ferndale. So you just, it's Ferntucky. <laughs> yeah. And we had some wonderful experiences there. We did the Rocky Horror Picture Show once a month. Right. Nice. We did, um, there was a group of kids. I think Mike was a part of that group that mm-hmm. kind of adopted the coffee shop. Yeah. And they were, well, alternative. You know, wearing leather and... Not going to school, that sort of thing. Right. Well, Mike, I think it was a skater punk. He just wasn't yeah. very good at it. Yeah. But they kind of adopted <laughs> the coffee shop, and, and we did some amazing things. We did a study skills class for the kids that were having trouble in high school. Right. Where uh, a good friend of mine, Temps and Heckela, uh, she's one of the, uh, she's a, an award winning female educator. And she taught study skills at Western. She came into the coffee shop. We got talking. And she developed a study skills class that I had a sign-up sheet. And eight of the kids that were having trouble in school and that the people that, you know, were in charge of educating them were kind of tearing their hair out and giving up on them. They came to that class and they took it. It was on Tuesday nights. And all of those kids either got a GED or graduated from high school. Wow. And it was amazing. Tamson worked magic with those kids. They nice. asked me. These are kids who didn't want to go to school. They asked me if, if they could put on a Shakespearean play in front of my shop. <laughs> because that summer, I had bought the rights for Neil Simon's California Suite. Oh, awesome. Wow. And I had taken some of the kids yeah. that were in that group. And then some adults to augment the cast, and I did a three day, uh, ver- uh, a three day run of Neil Simon's California Suite in front of the coffee shop on Third and Vista in Ferndale, <laughs> with a hundred seat theater. That's awesome. The kids were amazing. They yeah. were absolutely amazing. It was a so it was sold out all three nights, and. Really, I didn't make any money. I made enough to pay for the fifteen hundred that I paid for rights to the film to the play. Play, yeah. But to watch the magic happen in nineteen ninety two in Ferndale, Washington, yeah. and watch those kids with their adult counterparts when the cars came by to turn at the at the corner of Third and Vista, and they'd stop and they'd honk and they'd catcall, <laughs> and the kids would stop let the car go by, and then start again with the dialogue. It was so heartwarming. I'll never forget that as long as I live. I think those days were – that was a high point of my life, and Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. Some of the kids that came to that coffee shop are still involved in my life today and will be until the day I draw my last breath. And it's just wonderful. Yeah, that's really cool. Good times. Good times. very cool. Yeah. Anyway, we should drink more beer. Right. <laughs> we are. This is... Woo. 
Well, we should uh, we should actually rate the Melvin Citradamus. What is it? Imperial I- IPA. IPA. Oh, Imperial IPA. It's an okay. Imperial IPA, and it's the beard and the funny hat. I like that. Yeah. yeah. See, the I'm, beard and the funny hat. I'm not really a <laughs> fan of IPA. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of that, but this is nice. Mm-hmm. This is nice. It's better than the other IPA, to be honest with you. Okay. I think this is three. Yeah, I put it about three. I, I would too. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sorry, the um, the Fodor, our Lord of the Rings beer, that 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 blew the shit out of everything. Yeah, else. no competition. It it, it, it killed. It yeah. killed. So. So originally, um, I know I started going to the Betty Show in like '96, '95, so '96 or '97, because I met Dave around that time, and then he took me to the show. Uh, and we probably didn't miss one for the next four or five years. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, I, I did the drag race so many times. Mm. Uh, it was ridiculous. Always wear layered clothing to a Betty show. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, but, uh, at least I was wearing underwear. That's really the, what mattered. Yes. But uh, um, I, originally, how did you... Uh, what's... What brought you to Bellingham, and what brought the Betty Show about? That would be Eric Heimberger. He oh. brought the Betty Show about. He said, mm-hmm. Betty, do a show. What brought yeah. me to Bellingham? My family's lived here for... My grandparents yeah. lived oh, here. Yeah, that's and, right. uh, my grandparents married in 1923, and Bellingham was their home. My mom and dad oh, wow. graduated from Bellingham in 1949. Wow. So this is the family home. Wow. And... Uh, I live here now. I I left for a while. Mom and Dad are in Mount Vernon. They moved in '64, I think, to Mount yeah. Vernon. But this is the this is the family home. So that's what brought me here. Yeah. Betty, going back to Mount Vernon, there was um. I attribute Betty and the way I developed Betty to being involved in theater at Mount Vernon High School Mm -hmm. at a time, a very short period of time, from 1970 to 1974, where the school was run like a small college. Hmm. It was an open campus. They had electives uh, that you would take. Uh, If you you didn't have a core class, if you didn't have a class, you could actually leave campus, or you could go to the cafeteria and... Basically, waste your time. But in order to do that, they had to develop courses for kids to take. So we had a drama department in 1970 through 1973 that rivaled a small college. I literally took huh. acting one, two, and three, play direction one and two, uh, history of theater, and uh, gosh, there was more. Um, I got a real arts education mm-hmm. at Mount Vernon yeah. High School during those years. After those years and into the 80s, <clears throat> excuse me, that sort of shrunk away with the, with the uh, <clears throat> emphasis on the basics and basically leaving the arts to, uh, to wither and die. Mm. And well, what what happened in in during that time? What happened during that time? Yeah, I thrived. Drama was because uh, you're talking about 
a high school kid who knew he was attracted to men back in the 70s mm-hmm. who was trying to survive and be what I thought was normal. Yeah. And if it wasn't for drama and the music department, I don't know what would have happened to me, but that was my yeah. sanctuary. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's how I made it through high school. Yeah. But I also learned, uh, I-, I learned skills that I use when I developed Betty as a character. Mm-hmm. And even in everyday life, the arts are absolutely critical. Absolutely. In yep. order to help kids get through the teenage years and into adulthood. Absolutely critical. The worst thing, well, okay, I can't say that. One of the worst things that has happened to our educational system <laughs> is the decimation of the arts yeah. in the secondary Absolutely. school system. Yep. It's, it's life-saving for the kids who aren't cookie-cutter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Life-saving for them. Yep. And I had that. I had that to hang on to. I, I would agree. Even in Burlington Edison, that's what I glommed on to was yeah. the, the drama department. And, yeah. and it, for my first year there, I was lucky enough to be able to take drama two and one in, in the same yeah. year. And that's all I took for the rest of the time yeah. in, in high school. And it was the only thing that kept me sane. There was a national group called the Thespian Clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Thespian Troop, what is it, uh, 174 or some yes. ridiculous thing. Yeah. <laughs> to this day, I just went to a reunion of my Thespian Troop. Oh, awesome. That's cool. We have a reunion, thanks to Lauren Swartos, who lives in Stockton, California. We have a reunion almost every three years. Oh, cool. And I went to the reunion this year, as I have as much as I can, but... There, it involves people from those from the seventies, basically, and mm-hmm. and others, but mostly from the seventies. And there are friendships and connections that have continued on for what nineteen seventy three mm-hmm. to two thousand seventeen twenty uh, forty four years. Yeah, forty four years. Yeah, that's me. I'm yeah. forty four. Yeah, <laughs> I should have put that math together. But yeah, you're right. You were. Born I've been drinking. I graduated from high school. Oh my God! Here. I boy, know. Boy, I'm I a dick. Beer. Now I need more. Beer. Every day's don't I be know. a dick day. You know, I know. You know, we we're so fortunate to have grown up during that time period, and and even your time period that was still. Well, yeah, I think any still... any connection, uh, like uh, of course I spoke of Dave, which yeah. you've known Dave forever, um, uh, a couple of years more than you've known me, but. Uh, no matter where Dave goes in this world, whether it was to Iraq or whether it's in Sweden or even in um, one of the worst places on the planet, Texas, um, There's a he's always been. There. <laughs> we've, we've always been best friends, and and yeah. even uh, my friend who lives um, who lives in Mexico City right now, and I've been trying to get a hold of him for the last few days because of the earthquake. Uh, he finally got a hold of me, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, he and I, no matter how far away we are we're still connected yeah and no matter how far gone the days when we hung out together are gone we're still very much connected and here's the thing we haven't seen each other for a while yeah there was there was time where i didn't talk to you from you know a number of years it would be about nine because my daughter but yeah (laughs) but here we are and it's like there is no time has passed we pick up where we left off Absolutely. And 
And Rick, I'm sure the same thing's going to happen with you and me now that we've met. Yeah. There are people that you that you glom, you you feel these are this is family. Mm-hmm. There's a connection. There's a there's a bond here. And it happens and it goes on it, and it doesn't break. It's yeah. amazing and I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I still have Definitely. beer left, so I'm going to drink to that. Hey, yeah. look at this. I got ahead of you guys. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, Ricky's going to walk the dog. Oh, here <laughs> He gets drunk on the podcast and then has to go walk his dog to sober up. I oh, like that's that. right. I like yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> so I have to sing the song every time. <laughs> That's right. My dog has like this, uh, you know, this uh, connection of between the smell of beer and going for a walk. So, oh you know, my! You beer and she freaks out. Ooh, beer, beer. That means walk. Beer. I get to go for a walk. Oh, that's awesome. Fuck the leash. Walk, walk. Beer, walk. Hops and barley means walk. Yeah, I have to stop the nighttime walking though because I had a really weird experience. I was over in the other neighborhood and I was walking. Well, don't go to the two, other neighborhood. Two weeks ago, I was walking. Creepy. <laughs> the other neighborhood. The well, creepy. I'm, I'm I'm coming up the sidewalk back up to uh, like Britain Loop Road from one of the neighborhoods over there, and there's this big giant no address giant Jeez. bush giant bush <laughs> giant bush in the neighbor's yard, and a rabbit comes running out of the bush, terrified, but toward us. And it's almost <gasps> like, yeah, you're you're ahead of you. You know where this is going, right? It's like the rabbits running. Like if we're at six o'clock, the rabbits running at like five o'clock. And I'm like, I have a dog. He's late for a very important and- date. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite where I'm going. But um, the, the rabbit runs, and I'm saying, that's weird. Why is the rabbit running toward us? Oh, there's something in the bushes. And I was like, okay. And then I've been reading a lot about like cougars and mountain lions and stuff coming in. Lions into the city. and tigers and bears. Yes. Oh and my. I got really freaked out. Boom. I like, so I cross the street and I go over and I hear as we're going around the corner, and this is in the this is dark. This is nighttime, right? Yeah. I hear behind me where that bush is, I hear like one of those low guttural kind of like oh, like and I was like, oh, Oh my God. Oh my God. Let's walk fast, Callie. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and we just left. And I was like, I, I don't know what was behind or in that bush area, but I don't really want to know. Don't go to that bush again. <laughs> that pussy will kick your ass. <laughs> here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> now, I think I'd have been more frightened if I heard that coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like suddenly I understand the rabbit. Why he was <laughs> now I thought you were gonna run a, run across the American version of the Vorper Warrior Bunny from uh, you know Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. It's got big nasty teeth. Absolutely. Uh, oh, that's funny. I, and I wouldn't doubt there's cougars around here. Oh, I mean, they, they tend to go in about a 60-mile radius. Yeah. And so they kind of go in a big circle. I, on the weekends, I take my wife to work at like uh, 4.30 in the morning. Just push her out of the car I while I'm still moving. <laughs> and my- <laughs> Uh, scared of that fucking rabbit, sweetie. If you if you listen to this podcast, make sure that you understand that was Jeff speaking, not me. Disclaimer clause number nine five seven one three. But about three or four months ago, 
God damn it. <laughs> we were going down. We were going down Mount Baker Highway. We think like, we're funny. At like yeah. 445, 430 in the morning, whatever it was. And we see a cat run across the road. And both of us have this moment of, oh, that's a cat. Oh, that was way bigger than a normal cat. What was that? And it just it hit us. We're like, oh. A puma. Yeah, something <laughs> that looked like a cat at first glance to people who have only been awake for, you know, a short period of time at the ass crack of dawn. <laughs> it looked like a normal cat for a split second. And then it occurred to us. It's like, wow, that was not a normal cat. So it's it's yeah it's a little scary. I mean you know some of those some of the mountain lions and stuff around here are pretty. You know thankfully they're around here. Well you no, know what they they're are everywhere. Yeah. They those are cougars here. are everywhere and they'll hit on every young boy. And they're and they're usually in their fifties. <laughs> I know. Imagine that. We, there was a slight disconnect in this conversation. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, anyway. So yeah, I don't want to run so, into any of those kind of things. You don't want to, I yeah, don't, cougars I won't bother you as long as you're bigger than them. And right, your dog might be in trouble, but you're you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all. it was nice knowing you, Callie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unhook, run. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, if, dear. I, if I showed up at the house with Get just the, kitty, the leash. Callie. Just the leash. Just a bloodied leash. That's all you show up with. Sorry, I ran too fast. Hey, there's a lot more at the Humane Society waiting to be adopted. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Now we've lost every member of the PETA organization that would ever listen to this podcast. That's okay. I don't think they listen to this podcast. No, I would. We often think PETA is just a flat piece of bread that you put meat in. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're talking my alley. (laughs) Very nice. I haven't had this much fun in a day or two. This is really cool. (laughs) See, this is why we do this every week. Right, right. Speaking of... All two of our listeners will be horribly entertained. I know, right? (laughs) And they'll come to my show on Saturday. (laughs) All two of them. Exactly. The thing is, though, I mean, you're talking about wildlife in Bellingham, and it's been in the news. We have a problem with way too many deer. Mm -hmm. Have you read that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I've seen it. No, and, and and what they're trying to do, the city council is talking about um making an ordinance that it's it'll be illegal to feed the deer. Oh right. Yeah. But I'm thinking okay, that's fine. But what about issuing permits for people to harvest the deer and put it in the freezer and use it to feed their families? Not too crazy. You are from Skagit Valley. (laughs) Yes, yes I am. And I may be a drag queen, but I like venison. Baby. Oh, do you? I see. I've never been a fan of venison, but God damn it! Uh, yeah, uh, friends of ours. Uh, I go. Uh, I I play nerd poker every Monday, and uh, uh, and uh, uh, friends of mine live in, here in town. <laughs> You're laughing, but it's true. I do play nerd poker every Monday. Um, I'm proud and of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm crying now. Okay. <laughs> But uh, I, it's it's something that they complain about is because their v- direct neighbors feed all the deer that come to the yard. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they, it drives him nuts because all they have is deer shit all over the yard. So now, because one of the, one of the neighbors has a dog, they they clean up their dog <laughs> Wait poop. A minute. But now they have to clean up deer shit as well. So are we back to German shit, German stuff? <laughs> yeah, we're down to shisa porn at this <laughs> yeah, point. That's weird. We tend to circle them back. Yeah, we to do. The, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 the it's, great <laughs> circle of life. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's a great it all comes back life. to shit. It all comes it? back to shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'm sorry. I am. You're right. I am am proud that I am part of a podcast that got Betty Desire to say it's all a part of a circle of shit. (laughs) (laughs) But it makes things grow. It's not a bad thing. It makes things grow. It's like a film. Not this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if you listen to our first few podcasts, you would know. No, don't, don't, don't listen. Start at number ten. No, listen to our first few podcasts. They're terrible. Yeah, don't don't do that. Horrid. Don't do that to yourself. Why would don't you do, do that, that to yourself? No, do that to yourself. Do life, that to us. Life is too really? short. Life is too gonna, short. We're gonna. So we are right now pouring the uh, the Karina Ocarina of Time. Karina like Peach Sour from Ecliptic. And where is that located? That, that is, is in Portland. Portland, Oregon. Another Portlandia beer. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of breweries in Portland. Yes. I think yes. I have to Duncan Trussell, so I'll be Maybe right back. Maybe that's why Portland, Portland is weird. Maybe. And we just, must keep Portland weird. And we mu- yeah, I agree. That's, well, that, is I, a, that is one of humanity's missions. But I have Portland to tell weird. you, Portland may be weird, but Bellingham's a close second. <laughs> yeah. No, Bellingham is a tiny little Portland. Yeah, and it's better because it's tiny, and the weirdness is like concentrated. Yeah, so it's like it's the sunny D of fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much sugar, but enough flavor. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, all the kids love it. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> they do. I have to Duncan Trussell. I'll be right back. So yeah, okay. Bellingham as a port as a mini Portland actually yeah, actually true. works. I remember we uh we've we've had this thing going on for the last few years where we'll go and we'll do like a. Um, just like a, a brewery hopping, like an evening of just going from brewery to brewery in Portland, and which is easy to do. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> I mean, very easy to do. It's extremely. Yeah. And um, it is really interesting to me how much it reminds me, you know, the general vibe, the the people, everything. It just it feels like a bigger Bellingham. With and one exception. What's that? Silverado. Silver, what's that? My favorite strip club. <laughs> Bellingham does not have a male strip club because logistically, according to zoning rules, right. you'd have to be in the middle of Bellingham Bay, and you'd have to take a barge out to it. <laughs> and that's the saddest thing. Bellingham doesn't have any strip clubs. Bellingham does doesn't all. have any strip clubs, and it's so contrary to the progressiveness of our city. That's really but Portland does. Yeah. Portland does. Yes. And we the Silverado, once. once again, has another graduate of Western Washington University attending <laughs> bar. <laughs> it's fabulous. <laughs> I was there putting dollar bills in the jock straps of the strippers at the Silverado <laughs> back when I was Empress of Bellingham the last time. When, when you write your autobiography, that has to be the first line of the book, okay? <laughs> please, okay, I'll please, do that. Please promise me that but that's the, the first line of the book. I walked over. <laughs> I walked over to get a drink, and once again, behind the bar was a Bellinghamster that graduated from Western Washington University. <laughs> yeah. And he said, Betty, what are you doing in Portland? I said, I'm making it rain for the stripper boys, honey. 
And <laughs> that has to be the title of your book: "Making It Rain for, for the, the Stripper, stripper Boys." boys. On, uh, comma, honey. <laughs> wonderful time at the Silverado. It's a wonderful club. Yeah. Great drinks. A Bellingham syrup. He's pouring your drinks. He free pours just like rumors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when you need to go. I hope he's still working because that was like oh, maybe 10 years ago. He's probably grown up by now. But anyway. <laughs> he's probably grown up by now. He was only 12, boring. But <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck it, he's growing up right now. He's a, he's a chemical engineer. Uh, he works for 3M. Well, I and miss- he free pours for them, too. Right. Frankly, I miss the days when you could, you know, get into the gay bars when you were underage because the liquor control board was afraid to go in. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's something that I um, in Bellingham I, I as you said I think earlier we were in the car, but um, really rumors is kind of the only truly gay club in Bellingham. I don't think uh, there ever has been. Maybe I don't know because I moved away a long time ago in Skagit County. Any gay club ever? No, I didn't no. think so. There was. I did a show. At what started as a coffee shop, called, gosh, I wish I could remember the name, but right now I've been drinking beer. Because <laughs> beer affects memory. Yes, it as does. We all know. What were you guys yeah. saying? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where am Arliss. I? <laughs> I think it was called Arliss, and it was originally a coffee shop. Oh, Arliss. Shop. Yes. It was in uh, uh, the. It was on the main drag right next Old to Town. the. In Mount Vernon. Yeah, but Old Town, Mount Vernon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There is no new town, Mount Vernon. It's just a no. There's the bunch strip of malls and yeah. Blah. Okay, I hear Arliss and I think of the breakfast place downtown. So I'm you thinking, do, but I'm this thinking. was this was Mount Vernon, and I had a drag show there weekly, and then they got liquor, and I had a drag show there weekly. Wow! And um, that was a number of years ago, but then she got tired because it's draining to do to do a bar. Yeah. Period. It just is, and. Um, any food and beverage outfit. Yeah, I so there is there isn't a there isn't a gay bar, but we used to go after the coffee shop closed. We used to go to the the Mount Vernon Cafe's lounge. Oh yeah, everyone yeah. called it. What did they call it? Oh, I do. Not I can't remember. remember, but this drunk drag queen would waddle through this narrow little passageway to the back of the Mount Vernon Cafe. <laughs> More often than not, after a drag show. And so there's no official gay bar in Mount Vernon, but there really should be. I think it's about time. I think the Valley would be able to support it. I did a show uh, in West Mount Vernon for a while at, uh, I don't remember the name of that bar either because we've been testing beers, but that's okay. It's okay. It was the whitest part of Mount Vernon. Which would be whiter than the other white part of Mount Vernon. (laughs) (laughs) But Mount Skagit County really is ready for for a bar that's that's open and affirming and flies a pride flag. Absolutely, and and should be, and and should should be. be. And and here's another thing that I saw develop just recently after our recent Pride celebration in Bellingham. There are a number of businesses that haven't taken down the pride flags that they put up during our celebration. Good. Oh. We really look a lot like Capitol Hill if you wander the downtown core. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. Very proud of that. But we're better. 
Well, of course we are. <laughs> we live here. <laughs> Seriously, we should, we, go. we should get checks from the Chamber of Commerce. That's what I'm saying. That Bring it on. Said, that being said... I'm going to run change. for something next year. Yeah, well, who knows? Actually, we, I wrote myself down for uh, yeah. a water commissioner, so... <laughs> Don't say stuff like that when I'm taking a drink. <laughs> It's when I say things. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I also was able... Now, this is cool. I was able to do a drag show in La Conner at one time. La Conner of all places? Yeah. It was wow. a small little coffee shop in La Conner. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. It was tiny. All the old folks just came in and, and we had, enjoyed it? Or? Well, we had 20 people. It's like a retirement would, community out We had there. 20 people that yeah. would come in for a drag show, but it would fill the place because it was tiny. Yeah. yeah. And so I also yeah. did a show for a while in Cedar Woolley. Skid Row? That's yeah. I was born in Skid Row, Woolley. Oh. Were you? I was. At United General? Yep. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the thing is, here's the deal. People are people. You know? Philosophy-wise, it's like, it's like the Muppet movie. People are people. Well, I was going to say Depeche and, Mode, but fine. We, well, that too. too. And wherever you are, wherever you are, there you are. We are everywhere, and people yes. are people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's uh, unfortunately, unless we want to get on a, a, a ship and go to another planet, we got to learn how to live together. I want to get on a ship yep. and go to another planet. Well, Jeff, Jesus. <laughs> Calm down. It'll happen eventually. Calm down. But first, I have to get my robot legs. Didn't you watch Passengers? Don't you know what a disaster oh, that Jesus could be? Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Let, please, if you want to talk about movies, we can wait till tomorrow. No, that no. movie. Oh, my God. Were you disappointed? I was very disappointed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that was that was the most ridiculous. Uh, it, it reminded me of one of those '80s romantic movies yeah. where the yeah. guy stalks the girl for the, like half the first two acts. He stalks the girl, and then all the girl sudden the girl realizes in the third act that he's stalking her, and she gets angry. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, it, it, oh my so god! I'm, I'm picturing him outside with a with a. Boombox up above his head. Exactly, just floating. <laughs> just floating. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I say anything's awesome. I don't give a shit what who you are. It's a fucking good movie. It's my wheelhouse, though, so. I love movie. I was just reading the Betty Pages, which oh, is... Oh, well, thank you. Um, uh, I can't remember the... Uh, one of your... Lyle. Uh, was it Lyle that did the Bollywood piece? Yes, yes. He- uh, which I've been reading about that for about a year and a half, two years yeah. now, and he did an excellent expose on the 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 ridiculousness of of Bollywood and India's uh, rating system. Yeah, it's it's the most. You think the 1950s were bad? Holy shit! Have you ever yeah, seen well- uh, Cinema Paradiso? No. No, of course you haven't. Have you ever seen <laughs> Okay, so we okay. need to explain. The beer actually went through my nose this time. Actually through the nasal Apologies. cavity. Apologies. But, I'm uh, glad it's a sour because it's cleaning me out we really need, well. Okay. We need, to, we need to let Betty understand that I uh, there's an on, there's a running thing with me. Where in when I was a kid in about 1984, 32, or so, <laughs> <laughs> he stopped watching movies. I just stopped watching movies. I oh lost interest my. in mainstream movies. Yeah, and so I actually have a list on my on Facebook of all these movies. I went back and I looked at all the all the big movies of every year, and I compiled this huge list of about 300 movies that I need to go back and rewatch. 
So a lot of my friends are kind of enjoying me going back and watching things like The Princess Bride. Oh, my. Or Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just all these movies I missed. And so it's... it's uh, You it's, didn't really miss Top Gun. No, me. that's true. I did not. Nobody miss missed Top Gun. Gun. And I'm sorry, Tom Cruise may be a bit of a freak, but I would never kick him out of my bed. <laughs> You know who would? The principal lead, female lead in that movie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> because everyone knew she was gay as soon as she came on screen. They're like, no way. But no here's the deal. Way. I can bite the pillow. <laughs> you know what? I would, just for the t-shirt. Just for the t-shirt. Fuck it. We have to start a petition to get you into Top Gun 2. <laughs> So does that mean he would be the new goose? I, I, I don't care. I don't care. He got it. I don't care. <laughs> yes. It's okay. So. It's okay. No, Cinema Paradiso is one of those movies. Uh, have you ever seen it? No. Uh, it's an Italian movie about um, kind of a, a, a gentleman from the, uh, that comes from the city to visit his small hometown and kind of revisit his past. Well, it uh, all centers around the Cinema Paradiso, which is a, uh, a cinema in this little tiny town in Italy yeah. where the, the uh, priest would have to watch every movie before it went out to the public so they could cut out all the kissing and anything even slightly sexual that happened. Well, one of the most beautiful scenes in the movie, not to give anything away, and I think you both should watch it, it's a brilliant film. Uh, and it's from like 1989, 1990, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, one of the most beautiful things in the film is that he was such a huge fan of cinema uh, when he was growing up as a little boy. He sat... And uh, the guy that was working the projector cut all the kisses together, <laughs> and it was—it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. It's, yeah. it's gorgeous, and it's all these old Italian films and even American films of all the kissing that happens. Wonderful! And it, it, it's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah. Wow! It's an absolutely amazing film, and and everyone should be watching it. But the the thing about India is that they're like that. They will cut out anything that they think they deem. Even slightly sexual, slightly anything, slightly out of their heterosexual norm. Yeah. And I, I love India. I think India makes some great films. I think they, they do an amazing... I mean, they're one of the, our older cultures on the planet. Yes. Yeah. They really are. And, and they, they certainly deserve our respect in that matter. But holy shit, they're <laughs> terrible terrible when it comes to that yeah. and i'm so proud of lyle you know he's he doesn't just write about bollywood he spends the majority of his time in india oh really yes oh he wow is uh, he obviously did the the legwork there yes he 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 lives in india most of the year and comes back to the united states periodically mm -hmm. and that brings me up the other thing i'm trying to do you know david is writing from sweden for yeah. me Mm -hmm. And what I'm what I'm moving the Betty Pages into is finding Bellinghamsters who are now expatriates in other countries, yep. and I want to find a good oh maybe five or six correspondents who can write as Bellinghamsters living in another country, give us a a feel of where they are at in the culture that they're now living in or the country that they're now living in if they're in a Western culture, mm -hmm. and. That will give us a connection and information that won't be filtered through a corporate entity of any kind. Yeah. And I just talked to someone who's going to start writing 
for the Betty Pages from Malaysia. Malaysia of all Yes. She's teaching in a school in Malaysia. Which is predominantly uh, um, Muslim. I I am absolutely beside myself that she's going to do this for us. And I'm looking for other Bellinghamsters because there's the local connection. They've lived here before. They've experienced what we experience in this city and in this area of Washington State, which I, I honestly believe is different than the rest of the country. Oh, absolutely. As yeah. somebody who's lived in Texas and and uh, even California and Oregon, we are very, very different here in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very different. And, and I think we're a little more different than even north of Seattle. We have a different feel even than Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's that's where the the paper is beginning to move in that direction, and I'm really happy about that. Good. Yeah, I think that's it'll, really cool. it'll it'll create a local hook that will help people. You say, okay, I I I knew this person. He used to live here. I'm I'm talking to another friend of mine who now has retired with her partner. Uh, he and and his wife. Uh, she now lives in Da Nang. Oh, shit. And I wow. really would like her to write for me because mm-hmm. she can give us a perspective of Da Nang mm-hmm. that those who have lived through the Vietnam War issue say, yeah. Uh, yeah. really need to hear. Yeah, really need to hear. So I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely beside myself about that. I mean, I think that's so. I, I think that'll be helpful in mm. so many ways. So that is very, very cool. Yeah, I mean, I. You know, I work for the local newspaper, and I'm hearing like you're doing actual journalism, <laughs> like <laughs> local. No, and that's not to say, listen, I work with a lot of great people. The, the people yes, at the Herald, do. the people at the Herald, take a lot of shit for what they do, and they and they are doing the best they can do with what with the resources they have. But that's that is an awesome idea. I mean, the the concept of of having people who live in Bellingham and are in other countries now. You know, corresponding like that's amazing. That's a fantastic idea. Thank you. Yeah. Good for you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think I think we're on to final thoughts. Unless you have more beer, I yeah. <laughs> I think we have a we have a final thoughts where we kind of do a round, go around and and just sort of uh, put out whatever our drunken little minds can think of. And I generally go on a drunken rant, so I'll be last. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first, I guess. Yes, you um, will. Um, I'm going to be all serious this week because this week I've, I'm seeing the whole uh, the whole uh, healthcare thing come back up again, and it's really it's really troubling me. Now that you've talked to Dave about it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he lives yeah. in a place where they don't. He care. lives in a real country <laughs> yeah. where they actually take care of people. And I, my yes. final thought is, can we all just start like? Caring for each other. I can mean, we all just get along? I know. I mean, I know it sounds really naive and silly, but it's like, can we just stop caring about who has the most money and just start? Like, that's because like, the people with the most money generally like to keep it, and yeah, they I, should be ta- paying the most taxes, so we can all that. have those. Things. And I'm okay with rich people being rich, but could you just like loosen up a little bit so that people don't have to be like completely destroyed? 
I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. So anyway, I've had a really good week at work, and like everything's been a fantastic week. But I just it, that one thing has really gotten to me, and it's just like I just can we just like in this country get it together with that and start taking care of each other? I mean, what's the big fucking deal? I don't get it. I don't get it. So that's my final thought. Don't want to be goddamn commies. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Don't I'm sorry, that was one of the that. questions that uh, um, Dave's wife got. What's How does that? it feel to be in a free country? Yeah. And not a communist country. <laughs> it's like it, socialism and communism are two different They things. might not be the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy. What are you going to do? My turn? Yes. Absolutely. Go for it. Two words. Compassion and joy. Yeah. Those are my... Two words for this year and until the day I draw my last breath. And I love what you said about health care. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Thanks. If I could, I am alive today because I found out the day before a heart attack that I could qualify for Washington Apple. Wow. Expanded Medicaid. Right. Mm. I qualified for expanded ed- uh, Medicaid on April 1st, and I had a heart attack on April 2nd. Oh, and I would not be speaking on the microphone today if it wasn't for what people say are Obamacare. Right. Mm-hmm. I would be dead. Mm-hmm. That being said, compassion and joy. If the federal government doesn't pull its head out of its anal cavity, then those of us in Washington State have to do it ourselves. I believe mostly it's anal cavity over there, but that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't have to pull the... uh, What I'm saying is, (laughs) if they can't do it there, we have to do it here. We Mm -hmm. have to take care of our neighbors. We have to take care of the people that that we love. Yeah. And it's got to be done. If the federal government falls off the cliff, the state government is going to have to take up the slack. Yeah. Because it is criminal, in my opinion, that we care more about the industrial military complex than we do about the citizens of the United States that are paying the taxes. And the ones that are paying the taxes aren't the wealthy. Nope. Let's go back to 1956 and a Republican president. I really don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jeff, shut up. I don't either. Every day still be a dick day. But in this case. Every day still be a dick day. But in this case, (laughs) Dwight Eisenhower supported single-payer health care. Oh, no Warned us about the military-industrial complex. Absolutely. Yeah. He would be considered a liberal Democrat today. Right. And he was Republican, I believe. Yes. He was Republican. Do you have geese in your yard? No, they're children outside. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're wild so, children. <laughs> so I guess that would be my thing. It's just, you know, God bless the federal government of the United States, but if they fail to take up the gauntlet, and take care of the citizens of this country 
then we have state governments that have to take up the slack and make it happen. Yep, yep. We Absolutely. have to do this. Yeah. And those of us who live in Washington State, can I say Cascadia? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> it, I was, may, I, it was on the <laughs> tip of my, whatever this thing is that I hold in my The state of California head. almost passed single-payer health care. It was stopped by a politician, the head of their, uh, I believe, Senate, that basically was bought off by the pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. So it was stopped. But Washington, Oregon, California, British Columbia. If the federal government fails... We have to take care of ourselves, and we have to make sure that we have people in power that will say, guess what? The people of Washington, the people of Oregon, the people of California, the people of the coast, we're going to take care of our citizens. We're going to take care of our people. And if the people in D.C. don't want to do it because money and politics and corporation power, then we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. That's – what do I know? I'm a drag queen. That was an excellent final thoughts. I have to tell that you, was. that was and great. You know what? I think that's a big Jeff shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, <laughs> because all I was going to do is make fucking jokes about uh, Orange Forty Five and his ilk, but that's okay. It's okay. That's okay. it's okay. You, um, you know, they wouldn't know a gauntlet from an oven mitt. So, <laughs> it because, really doesn't matter because, God damn it, they've never touched either. Because right. they don't know history, and people who oh, don't God, know history no. are doomed to repeat yes. it. Yep. It's one of it's one of the things that I I find so important is, and I'm a huge history history buff. I'm even in the '90s, I was an armchair kind of uh, what do you call that archaeologist, and and uh, just come to find out that uh, in the uh, Middle Ages, in the 14th century. Um, they went and did a dig at a monastery just off the coast of France. I believe it was in the Mediterranean because it was this this long, uh, like narrow passage that would go to this small island where the monks would go and and do their whatever monks fucking do. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm such a heathen. Um, but uh, they would go there and do whatever. Well, come to find out, they found some graves on that that area. Well, uh, all the graves were lovingly dug and, and put there, and, and obviously most of them were priests. Well, come to find out, one of them was a porpoise. Wow. <laughs> I have no idea why. These these thirteen hundred and blah 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 uh, monks would dig a grave for a porpoise. Wow! So I, you know, it, it. We all have to remember that our history is not just white folks. It's not just black folks. It's it's everybody. Yep. It's everybody is our story, from the the from. Two million years ago, when we first stood upright, to 250,000 years ago, when we became Homo sapiens sapiens, or however long ago that was, that is our story, and, and we should probably stick to it, and not color it in ways that are... <laughs> <laughs> With all of us. Say cheese. Cheese. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... 
anyway, my final thought is this. Just fucking be whoever the fuck you want to be, as long as you're not hurting anybody else. And enough with the tiki torches, white people. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> so guess That's what? What? Be excellent to each other. There we go. Ah, I love Bill and Ted. <laughs> fuck yeah. What is it? Wild Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> Curtain. Good night, Dave. Good mic, Dave. I love sea monkeys and I love chunky beer. But I don't love sea beer or chunky monkeys. This episode of Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, and our very special guest, Betty Desire. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at BeerPlus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. IPA. See, I'm foolish. Oh, appetizers. Where, where is Laurel Wood brewed? Um, I believe Portland, Oregon. Yep, Portland, Oregon. Ah. Established in 2001. Ooh, new beer. Mm-hmm. Almost all this is going to be new. Mm-hmm. Like, this is Wander. You know what that is. These guys, those guys, and these guys are all in Portland. Okay. This is hard to buy beer without it being from Portland. <laughs> or Bellingham. In Bellingham. Boy, I tell you. Or Bellingham, yeah. There's new brewers, brewers coming online every week. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. about. Their uh, Barclays just got one, a new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If not breweries, I mean, like places like outlets where you can, like the, um, or are you talking about that? Is, are, you, are you talking about the same thing? Down at, down in the um, Barclay area, there's like Barclay a. Barclay Village. Is that. Yeah, I think there's supposed to be a brew pub. Yeah, it's um, something taps. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, maybe I'm. Well, there's Melvin. That's relatively new, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they are originally from uh, was it Jackson Hole, Wyoming? Well, who knew that? Yeah, <laughs> How I did. did. You know that? Because we've been uh, on the podcast, we've been drinking their beer for about two years. <laughs> yeah, we had a funny run of luck with that. It just like uh, Mike kept bringing it to us. You know, mm-hmm. you'd go out of town and. And uh, bring it back to us. So we got. It was almost like I felt like we we were way ahead of the curve on that one. And then, mm-hmm. yes. then suddenly so they moved, they moved their in. whole operation up here. Or just no, this is their second. Outlet? This is their second outlet. Yeah. Okay, that's why. So, at the new uh, round table pizza, they have a bar now, and they've made it sort of a club thing. Oh, really? And <laughs> really? Looking the, uh, under the Bellingham beers, and there's a whole bunch of them under the Bellingham beers. Oh, yeah. but Melvin is just above, and I thought, well, that's an odd placement. <laughs> yes, because they're not a Bellingham beer originally. This is wobbly. Hello. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, um, yeah, the other one I have. So you'll have to. A, this is actually my. You'll have thing, to. I think. You'll have to wobble. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> oh, it's wobbleless now. <laughs> Yay! We win. So, how do I listen to this when the podcast is done and? Out and about. Out and about. Um, it's on. Well, we post it to SoundCloud, but it's also we have it also going through iTunes. So if you're if you have iTunes, you can iTunes, SoundCloud, there. Stitcher. Yeah, 
There's okay. a lot of different formats that you can Technology get. Technology and I aren't even acquainted. <laughs> Do you have I'm, an iPhone or a smartphone? I have a smartphone, and when my son gave it to me on Father's Day six years ago, I plugged it in to charge it, went as far away as possible, sat in the fetal position, and walked. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Well, so, amazingly yeah. enough, lots of people do that who are even familiar with technology. So, you know. When not... something goes wrong, I get a hold of my 11 year old granddaughter and I say, Taylor, fix this. <laughs> nice. Um, no, we, we can certainly send you like a, 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 a link. link. Yeah. And so you can go on your friends. computer or something like yeah. that. And, you can, and we, you can we post every it. episode also a link on, on our, our Facebook page. We have page. a friend face okay. page. Okay. Yeah. Good. So. I, ha- I have one person that I talked to about this that. She wanted to listen in if it was live. So what I'll do is I, when you give me oh. the link, I can just share it with all 3,000 of my closest friends on <laughs> That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds wonderful because we, we, like we only have 300. Well, it sounds wonderful, but the and reality about... is I don't know how to take people off when they die. So there's a lot of dead people on oh, there. Oh, no. <laughs> Or maybe they do because maybe they energy do. anyway. There you go. There they, you go. They might be plugged They've in been from sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> There's the next social network. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see it now. Yeah. What do I wear? <laughs> <laughs> Not much. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a degrading conversation. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, this is yummy. I should not be eating this. Yeah, like I said, that's Deanne's idea. I would never have thought to do that. So, you know, I have to give credit to my wife for that. <laughs> I almost wrote you and said pretzels. I, that crossed my mind, mean pretzels, actually. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, uh, How did you guys meet? Um, through Mike, Mike Zamora. Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Damn, I wish you would have made it up. I haven't seen him really for any mm-hmm. length of time since... Ancient days. Mm, it's you know, probably back been in Ferndale when I ran a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-two years ago, when I was young and had a reasonable memory. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's going to be out and about tomorrow. He's coming out to our place to do a podcast, like I said, with the uh, movie jerks. Okay. And then he'll be coming into town to meet a friend and from uh, wherever. And you know, he'll be out and about. what time are you doing your thing? Because my show's at one in the afternoon. I think we're doing ours in like two in the afternoon. It's only an hour, but you have to be there early enough to do it. So mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, unfortunately. It would be nice. Yeah, would be well, that's why I, I was thinking about maybe having, dragging my wife and him and whoever he wants to drag, like your daughter or whoever, and out to the show next weekend. The nice thing about it is the way where they are, where I'm singing is where the uh, door is, the big warehouse door that Mm -hmm. they kept in. So I purposely said I want to sing from that corner so I can play to the sidewalk in the public market if there's nobody in the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, very smart. Yeah, yeah. You already recording? I am. Should we do this? Oh dear. Oh yeah, yeah. Get this closer to the face. So sometimes you kind of got to eat the mic. I don't know. <laughs> we don't want to go there. This is a. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like this is a family establishment. It's, it's, a, it's a grown up. <laughs> it's a grown up podcast. It's a grown definitely. up. It is definitely sometimes a grown up. Sometimes you want to eat the mic, Betty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes I do, boys. Mm-hmm. I've certainly seen it. <laughs> You were watching last time, weren't you? Yep. <laughs> well, 
True enough. All right, let's go ahead and get started. I will try to think of something. Oh, good, we have a bee in the house. Hold on. You aren't allergic, are you? I'm not. I'm not. No. So I don't want to hurt you. Okay, well, Jeff will. (laughs) (laughs) Done. (laughs) Okay, well, that worked, I guess. So, okay, problem solved. All creatures, great and small, just slap the shit out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Go away. All right. 